Temple of Geek Podcast, episode 59, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Toddcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Toddcast, a show designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. I am your host, Daniel, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome! This show is released every week for your enjoyment. You can find this episode and more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle at Temple of Geek. So on this week's episode, the geeks and I decide to talk a little bit about the Warcraft film. But before we get into that subject, we're going to start off with the game, World of Warcraft, just to kind of get the mindset set to where we're going. So without, f- <laughs> so without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce you to this week's panel of geeks, Trey and Chad. Howdy. And hopefully later, uh, Stacy will be joining us to discuss the Warcraft movie. So welcome, guys. Howdy. All right, let's talk a little bit about the game, World of Warcraft. That game's been out, what, since 2004, I believe 10 it was? years. So, yeah, uh, I think it was... 16, or 2006, yeah. Yeah, something like that. It's been about 10, 10 11 years. Now, have you all actually been playing it for that length of time? I have not. I played it um, through Wrath of the Lich King, um, and then the Mist of Pandaria was coming out, and I was like, you know what? This is starting to get ridiculous. But, I mean, at that time, I was I was working multiple jobs, started school, all that fun stuff. But I had to quit because it was consuming my life. Like, Not that I was like, oh, I'm too busy to play. It's that I need to stop working and going to school because it's cutting out of my Warcraft time. Like... It's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely get that. I've been playing since like the tail end of vanilla when the game first came out before they started doing the expansion. So it's been mm-hmm. about 10 years and I've been, I guess, off and on when it's like I have nothing to do or I need a break, but I've stayed pretty consistent in playing it. That's awesome. So what what type of characters are you? Trey, what do you, what do you play as? Uh, I normally play as the Horde just because I like the kind of... Uh, it's a very dark and complicated uh, organization of races that the port has, you know, it's orcs and trolls and goblins and all these, you know, kind of monstrous creatures that and aren't... And Torrent! Okay, and Torrent! Yeah, let's not forget the Torrent. Um, you know, these <laughs> monstrous creatures that aren't monsters, you know, they're not evil, they're just different they're races, and I like humans. that. Wait, what? So they got a better honor code than the humans. Yeah, they do. And I mean, that's the other thing with the Alliance as goody and disnified as the Alliance is. They make a lot of really dick moves. Yeah. Um, but I do have some Alliance characters, so I, I kind of play both. But I mostly go with the Horde with like the orcs and having, you know, giant axes and stuff like that. Now, are you one of those people that run out and have to level up to like level, what is it now, 100 or 100. whatever? It's 100. It's about to be uh, 110 in a couple months. Mm-hmm. So crazy. I know I love it. Um, yeah, I have, I have, I think maybe six or seven level hundreds right now, and I'm working on new characters for the uh, for the new expansion Legion coming out. Chad, what about you? What, what type of characters do you? Play um, as? I actually play as the Horde as well. I actually, when I was playing earlier, like years ago, I played the Alliance because I just saw the Horde as like the bad guys, and that's just what I did. Um, and then when I was coming back to it, I couldn't remember my account and I couldn't remember any of the information. So I had to start all over, whatever, but it wasn't a big deal because the war chest, I think is like 10 bucks right now and yeah. you get all the expansions with it. 
Yeah. Um, so I joined the Horde, um, and I play as a Tauren now, uh, level 95, almost at 100, named Karzak. I stream it on uh, Twitch, and it's on YouTube as well. Um, but yeah, I, I find myself aligning more with the Horde just because I see more like stabbing in the back happening on the Alliance side, and be like, you know what? The Horde's actually kind of the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> they just get a bad <laughs> rap. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I definitely work through a portal thing. Yeah, I definitely like the horde just in their, I guess, inclusiveness and their diversity. They're not the pretty races, and I like that. Now, now, now for those listeners who don't know the Warcraft story, um, which one of you want to take a crack at maybe explaining what the story is? He is. He was from Vanilla. I'll let you go, man. So, for the movie or the game? The game. The game. Okay, so. Just, I guess, a quick rundown, the best I can do. Uh, the orcs are from a world called Draenor, and their planet is dying because of like this m- evil, magical fell influence. So they get in this portal through a bunch of different complicated things that happen, but they go through this portal into this world of Azeroth. They fight the humans for control. They go through a lot of back and forths of, we're fighting each other, we're joining forces to fight this other thing, but they eventually come to the two, I guess, uh, factions of the Alliance and the Horde. Um, And like I said, there's, you know, dozens and dozens of little intricate characters and details and storylines that go, but for the most part, it's, uh, you know, once they get to that Horde and Alliance kind of thing, it goes from there. And then with Warcraft... Uh, you, there's, like, like we said, there's no good guy or bad guy, and you're basically just fighting for resources in different areas and zones throughout Azeroth. You fight, you know, a Lich King, you fight an evil demon hunter, uh, you go to the land of pandas and Pandaria, which I don't think is silly, I love it so much. Um, you go, I mean, just recently we went back in time to basically where everything began and stopped it with a wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, uh, story arc. Um, and now we're about to fight the all bad Legion, which is basically where the fell magic comes from that originally destroyed Draenor and all these other worlds. And that's where we're about to like go head to head against in the next expansion coming out. Um, so yeah, it's, there's a lot going on, like to actually sit here and go through every single detail would take days, but it's basically the, the on again, off again, alliances between these two groups of races um, joining forces to fight something and then fighting each other and, you know, in fighting, it's it's all very, you know, I guess political, kind of, some of it. Um, oh, that's, yeah. That's, I guess, the crux of the story. Did that make any okay. sense? <laughs> yeah, it makes okay. perfect sense. Cool. It makes sense to me. <laughs> okay, Chad, cool. do you have anything you want to add? No, nah, I mean, he hit it pretty good. Um, players who are wanting to maybe try this game out, what would you recommend? Do you recommend running out and buying the entire game and all the expansion packs? Do you think they should just buy the... Like I was saying, if you go in right now, um, all of the expansions up to Warlords, I think, is $10. Mm. Like, I don't mean $10 each. I mean, as one battle chest, $10. Yeah. Because they're trying to get people back into the game before Legion. And a benefit that they're doing that I think is really smart is, say you've never played WoW before and you want to jump in because, you know, this new expansion, Legion, looks great. I want to play Legion. Well, you can't play it until you're level 100 because that's where all that content starts. So they have it set up to where you can buy a level boost, which is $60, so it's not like giving you 100 levels. You can either go up the 100 levels yourself or you can pay $60 and then be able to just start right into Legion. But the, with the battle chest, you actually get a, a level boost to level 90. 
Um, oh, cool. And if you, and if you pre-order that. Legion right now, um, you get a level boost to 100. Yeah. Now, now let me ask you about the whole level boosting thing. You, you two as longtime players, does that annoy you that other players can just boost up when you all grinded the crap out of that game to get where you are? Not at all. No, because... The way that people do it now, they don't even really like grind. What they do is they have a friend's character that's higher than theirs, and they go into a dungeon and they pull them, uh, which is a, it, you just YouTube YouTube pulling a dungeon, um, and the other person will level up like ridiculously fast. So it's not. I'm not. I don't have passionate feelings towards it one way or the other. It's just part of the game. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't like it because they feel like, well, I had to work, you know, this hard. But even if you get to, like, a 100 level, if you boost a character to 100, um, you're just getting the levels. Like, I haven't worked for the level. I've worked for the items. I've worked for the weapons and the armor and the mounts and all of that stuff. And they're not getting that. They're getting, uh, you know, a basically blank slate character at level 100 that you now have to farm for And you now have to figure out how to use. Yeah. (laughs) So, so it doesn't hurt y'all's feelings that these guys, because they don't have the stuff that you all have. You all have the, the, the basically the medals and the badges and all that that shows that you worked for your, your level. So when somebody is rolling up in an area and they've got like the starting mount and I've got the <laughs> Lich King's Ice Dragon, I'm not upset. <laughs> Do you seriously have the dragon? Yeah, man. Oh, I've been farming for that dragon for so long. <laughs> Um, tell me about an interesting story or something that happened in the game to you all that's like, you know, that would like if I wanted to play the game like to get into it, interact with other people, what would be something, I mean, what something that happened to you that would just, you know, was a funny story or something that interesting that really happened that would just get me kind of excited to say hey, I want that to happen to me. Uh, well, the story I have I think is a really good representation of the game and the game's community because it is very multiplayer. There's people all around but it didn't actually happen to me it happened to a friend of mine it's a story he told me from way back in vanilla when it first started and mounts were like level you had to be level i think 40 to get them out and they were like a billion gold coins so getting a mount was a big deal back when it started and he was playing and uh someone popped up and showed their mount and he like you know, said something, he was like, oh man, I wish I had a mount. So the guy opens up a trade with him and gives him, like, all of the gold he needs to go buy his own mount. And he's like, here you go, pay it forward. And he was like, oh, awesome, and he got a mount. I mean, that was back, you know, ten years ago when getting a mount was difficult, and now it's not even, not even hard. Yeah, now you um, start with some. <laughs> yeah, so I think... Uh, so someone just gave him a billion gold? Yeah, not a literal billion gold, but you get the idea. It, was, it might as well have oh, been wow. a billion gold. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean I know how I mean I used to play the game. I know how hard it is to farm for some of that stuff when yeah. you're lower levels and all that. But wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and I was like that's awesome. Um and actually the same thing happened to me recently. I was like I needed 4000 gold to get something for the garrison campaign or something. I was like god damn it, I need 4000 gold and someone was like here you go. Have fun. I was like, "Oh, thanks." And I mean I awesome. I was able to pay him back and also it was good, but it says a lot like about the, jotting down his character name so you can pay him back. Basically, yeah, <laughs> and I mean, it says. I think that says a lot about the community, which gets a lot of uh, bad rap just because the internet is the internet. Yeah. What about you, Chad? Uh, well, I mean, I would just recommend going through the storyline of, uh, I mean, the Witch King. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole storyline from the beginning, like I wasn't when, when Burning Crusade uh, happened. It, I thought it was really cool, but. 
I mean, Wrath of the Lich King truly was like the best storyline of any game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Just play it. It's it's just great. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been playing since you know since late vanilla, but like my two longest surviving characters I made during Wrath because that's where I really really started to like dedicate and get really into it because. The story was just great. And with Wrath came the Death Knights. I mean, come uh, on. I love my Death Knight character. Yeah. Now, this game has been out for 10 years. Do you all think that this game is going to last any much longer? Do you think they're going to make a World of Warcraft Part 2 or something else? Or do you, do you think they're going to just try to milk this one game for as long as they can? You know, I think they've already started with um, Overlord. No, not Overlord. What's it called? Overwatch. Um as to be like the first person shooter not i don't want to say replacement but like alongside game um because you know blizzard's got their hands on so many different things but i i, I still enjoy the game I, I enjoy logging in every day i enjoy pouring hours into this game it's sometimes as frustrating as it can be um i, I don't i don't really see it going anywhere i know that they lost a lot of subscribers whenever uh warlords came out but I mean, they've also made big strides, especially with this Warcraft movie that they finally released that we were waiting for forever um, to bring the attention back to the game to hopefully get more subscribers for the the new Legion uh, expansion. Yeah, I think the game's still going really strong. And I mean, Blizzard has clearly no problem doing other games. They have so many <laughs> other great games. Um, I know Overwatch is really big right now. I'm not a big first-person shooter fan, but like they have Diablo 3. Uh, I mean, StarCraft is still going. They have all these other games. Um, but even whenever they do put out a new expansion like Legion or even like with Warlords, ha- the false that it had, it always introduces a new thing that kind of keeps it fresh. Um, so I don't think... WoW is going anywhere, especially since I haven't played any other MMOs like it that have been as good. True that. Um, so I, I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Absolutely. I mean, I've played um, a couple of the other MMOs, um, and I still play Warcraft. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't play those anymore, so that'll tell you something. Yeah, especially the free ones. I have like so many free MMOs just sitting on my computer to play, and I was like, yep. I don't touch them because I would rather be playing WoW. Mm-hmm. So you think this game is going to stay around for another five, ten years? You, th- you think it has that type of staying power? Hell yeah. Definitely. Something else, and talking about just bringing the game and the movie together, uh, something they did in the game uh, for the movie that I thought was really cool is they handed out uh, achievements for uh, items from the movie, like weapons that are in the movie for your characters to use, which I think are really cool. And they look amazing. Um, so that's something I thought was really cool that they did to promote that. Have you acquired a bunch of those weapons and items? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. I have a lot. I mean, I have the items from the movie, and then I have a bunch of like legendary items from the game and the lore. Like my orc Death Knight, which is my oldest character, surviving character, uh, has Gorhal, which is like a really big deal for orcs. So it's like they're about to introduce these new weapons, and I was like, that's great. My orc is still going to be using Gorhal. Because I I feel honor bound as an orc to use that axe. How does the World of Warcraft um, MMO tie into the original three games? Was it three games? Two games? Uh, yeah, three. Warcraft games. one. Two, yeah, three games. There okay, was Warcraft. Make sure. Yeah, there was Warcraft. It's Starcraft that only has two. Yeah, uh, it was Warcraft Orcs and Humans. That is kind of what the movie is is based on. Then there's Warcraft two. 
tides of evil something tides um and then there's the there's warcraft 3 the frozen throne um how warcraft connects is that it's basically just a continuation of that story and you know the main characters from the warcraft games are involved in uh, events like thrall who is like warcraft's main protagonist is still a very strong leading character in warcraft mm-hmm. yeah and uh i mean honestly i didn't play the first two i played uh, frozen throne um and that actually helped me to understand more of the characters um when playing world of warcraft because you actually got to go on like the adventures to like hunt down what's going on and um, all the stuff that happened with the scourge and it, it's pretty cool. So the standalone games are just pretty much backstory to to the MMO. Even though they started off as being the main games, they're kind of now just the just the backstory it's, to playing the MMO. Yeah, it's basically all lore now. Mm-hmm. It's the legends that these but, characters have built. I feel that World of Warcraft did a good job making it to where you don't have to play the games, like the the first three games, to be able to know what's going on. They do a pretty good job of storytelling mm-hmm. and letting you know about, hey, this is in reference to this, and there are plenty of resources out there that Blizzard's put about lore and um, stuff so that you don't have to go and spend whatever amount of money for those games. I know that I actually have LAN parties still with uh, Frozen Throne that we get together and we, uh, we play... Um, uh, frozen throne just mm-hmm. build your settlements stuff like that and go kill each other now for our listeners that are under the age of 20 explain what a land party is <laughs> <laughs> so you get all your computers and then you connect them um like you, through the internet yeah no no not the internet through the intranet <laughs> what's the intranet <laughs> like you have to plug them into wires and be in the same room with each other that's yeah. bizarre yeah Wait a second, you have to have real friends? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's just failed right there. One. You only need one good, one real friend. Well, is there anything else y'all want to discuss about the game before we transition into the movie? Play it. Yeah, um, definitely check out World of Warcraft. And I mean, like you're saying, there's tons of resources to catch up on what has happened in the past. I mean, just recently, after you know watching the movie, I wanted to kind of refresh what happened in the original games and like I did that with in an hour of a few YouTube videos doing really good explanations of yeah. what happened. Yep. So, um, And if uh, you guys are out there and you're playing, you're bored, uh, I'm Shadow0509 uh, then the number sign 1391 signed by Blizzard. It's my Blizzard ID. I'm on multiple accounts. Holla at your boy. Yeah, I'm not going to give you my name because Please just leave me alone. If you see me on WoW, just don't even acknowledge me. Just stay away. I'm a, so, I'm a solo player. I will murder you. All right. Well, I want before we get into the next topic, I want to go ahead and take a break right here to talk to you about our sponsor, Audible.com. Audible is offering a free audiobook download for you, the listeners of Temple of Geek Podcast, with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Chad, you said you were listening to a book recently. What what, what new book are you listening to? Uh, I'm actually listen, uh, going back through the, the Harry Potter series, getting ready for the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child release uh, coming out here pretty soon. Um, I'm actually in the Goblet of Fire right now, which is the fourth Harry Potter book. Um, it's great. Recommend it. If you haven't read the series, definitely catch up on the series so you're ready for the new book. You can head over to audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast to get that free title now, or you can choose from over 180 other thousand titles today. Support us by heading to audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast and get your free 30-day trial started. And now the moment y'all have been waiting for, the Warcraft movie. I want to just go ahead and express that there will be spoilers. And also, joining us, finally making it to the episode, is Stacy. Woo! Woo! 
Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, let's talk a little bit about the Warcraft movie. Again, there's going to be spoilers, so feel free to talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. If someone doesn't want to listen to this, they can play this later. Um, so let's just go ahead and start getting into it. What is the Warcraft movie about? How does it follow the games? Let's start with Stacy. Whoa, since uh, I guess since I'm just getting here. Well, there are some differences between the, the games and uh, the movie, but in this particular movie, or this, this iteration, um, they're starting from the beginning, from Warcraft, uh, Orcs, and Humans. So the first encounter with Orcs and Humans. Um, and uh, so, I mean, you could follow along in the story. The story was a little light in the, in the strategy games, but there was a story. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you had uh, the king, King Lane, Anduin Lothar, um, and the orcs, which there were multiple clans. Uh, and again, it's been a long time since I played orcs and humans, but I have, you know, read some of the lore and and some of the books that have come out since then. But uh, there were some differences. But uh, initially, um, I guess what I can say about the movie, and and we can go into later, you know, as we talk about things individually, that. Uh, they set up the worlds. They set up the human world and the orc world. And they begin with the orc world, and they kind of just they set up the pieces. You know, who's who are the key players, which are all main key players from from the game uh, and from the lore, and and they they start developing their story, and that's that's kind of at least where it begins. Trey, you want to add anything? Yeah, I mean, he pretty much hit the nail on the head. Uh, it really does. It's there's a lot of setup. And I mean a lot. It's two hours of just setting things up, setting up settings and characters. And uh, because there was so much setup, it didn't get to flesh out every little character and setting. You didn't know what the politics of this city were or what was going on. But what you, I think what it did well was it told you what you needed to know to follow this particular story. Mm-hmm. Um with all of its many characters and set pieces. Uh, like, you knew you weren't lost in the movie. Now, this question is going to be geared to all three of y'all. You all being longtime fans of the series, was this movie worth the wait? Yeah. Start with Chad. Okay. <laughs> okay, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun to watch. There were a lot of little nods to the video games. Uh, even there was you know, some significant changes from the lore. I think the changes worked for it. It was fun to see. I loved the little nods. I loved seeing you know, specific characters in the background who may not have had uh, lines or dialogue or any real purpose, but they were still there, and I got to see them, and I lost it when I did because it was awesome. Uh, yeah, I think it was definitely worth the wait. I really enjoyed it. What about you, Chad? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a good movie. I've heard, I, I read tons of reviews that said that the movie did terrible, but, I mean, the movie theater I went to was packed on a Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know what they're reading or what they're looking at, but uh, I thought it did a great job. Um, I don't know about you too, um, but the whole time I wanted to plunge, like punch Goldan right in the face. But <laughs> Goldan, I think, yeah, Stacy. Oh, I I agree uh, again with with uh, Trey and Chad that uh, I think it was worth it. I think that I had my expectations may have even been too high for the movie. And I think that's when I looked at it objectively, I was like, okay, my expectations may have been a little bit too high. And when I watched it again, (laughs) then I was able to look at it more objectively and really, really appreciate 
the world that I'd looked forward to for the last I, years. I've looked to, forward to this for since it was began development. Uh, so I don't know if that's four or five years now, six years when Sam no Raimi was going to be a part of it. Um, and so, yes, I think it was worth it. I think, and like I said in my written review, I'm sure Trey echoed something similar. If you enjoy fantasy films, uh, then I think you can find something to enjoy in this movie. It's not, I mean, it's got good acting. There's, there's incredible CGI. It's, it's got a story that's not unfamiliar. So what do you think was with all the negative reviews? What, what, is it because pe- maybe people didn't follow the story and they didn't understand it or he did a great just... job telling the story. So I don't, I I don't know. Like I think it's the stigma. Like right, one hundred percent in my mind. I think you have critics that uh, that look at any movie that comes out that's based on a property. I mean, just I think if you, the only one that I don't know if even Assassin's Creed's going to escape this, but I Probably think <laughs> because it's a a fantasy film, which don't they don't always do well with critics, and it's based on a a, a video game. That it already has two strikes against it. It doesn't yeah. really matter what it does after that. And if that movie was based solely on what the orcs did, and you cut it off after that, it might be in my mind one of the my favorite uh, fantasy films. You know, just on what the orcs did, and I could have watched two hours of that. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think you're absolutely right. Like because it's a fantasy film, it's automatically going to com- be compared to things like Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, which it's not. Like, if that's what you're looking for, you're looking in the wrong place. And also, you're right, it is a video game, and I can think of one video game movie that didn't completely suck, and that's the Tomb Raider movies. They weren't oh, that. I thought you were going to say Mario Brothers. Oh, oh my god, don't even... Don't, that's a second the, Oh god, don't, <laughs> don't even mention those movies. Um, no, the Tomb Raider movies, which, you know, are based on a video game, didn't suck that much. See, Prince they weren't of Persia that good either. wasn't that bad to I, me. I like You're right. I, for, I forgot about that. You're right. That was a pretty fun movie. I'll, I'll give you that one. Um, but uh, how about Dungeons and Dragons? Which one? The terrible, <laughs> overacted first one? Or the second one that was pretty close to the game, just without any real substance? Well, the one where Marlon Wayans is the best actor in the whole movie. Oh my god. Uh, and... It wasn't What's Dean Kane, but the kid Snails? looked like Dean Kane. Yes, his name was Snails, oh, okay. and they wrote his name on li- on, on his little. That. Yeah, they wrote his name on his little on his little gravestone, and they all disappeared into a magical world. See, and that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, that is what I think a lot of people equate Warcraft to, or people you know. Yeah. South Park did a a tremendous oh, job. Oh my gosh, that of, was so funny. It was so funny, but I mean, yeah. it, it, stereotyping that your typical gamer, and I know that everything is tongue in cheek with them. But I think a lot of people, you know, if if your only exposure to this is what you hear about, oh, this is a computer game, oh my God, there's no way I'm going to watch that, you know, yeah. um, regardless of what it's about. So that's what I think, and that's why I think it initially got the bad reviews and the bad rap. Thank God for China, right? Yeah. So <laughs> hey, what, whatever it takes to get a sequel, I'm I'm happy. I'm still waiting on a sequel to Double Dragon, so oh. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Oh my god, I've got a story about that for another time. <laughs> All right, so give us some details about the movie. What what were some exciting parts about the movie? Let's start with Chad. Um you know, I I I don't know if I can list out I probably I don't know, the my favorite part was Goldan and um Duraton fighting. Um mm, yeah. I know it's kind of set up through the whole movie where these 
two beings are eventually going to clash. Uh, Duratan, I mean, his people love him. He's a honorable orc, uh, does the right thing, but Goldan uses cheap tricks and crap to to get the upper hand, which ultimately helps uh, helps the alliance against him as well. But I don't know. I, I really enjoyed that specifically. Trey, what about you? Uh, I liked all the real, the little nods to the games and the lore, especially um, if you've played WoW, maybe you've caught this. Uh, there's, It's towards the end, and there's going to be a spoiler. Uh, it's toward the end when Cadgar is doing the whole light and darkness thing, and whenever he like yeah. overcomes whatever it is, he 100% levels up. There's the gold light around him, there's even the sound effect, and I lost it when I saw that. I, yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah, was that's so that's amazing. Good. That's awesome. I didn't see that. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Yeah, I missed it. I missed it the first time I saw it. But when he does that little moment, it's 100% a level up cinematic. Yeah. Stacy. Um. Wow. That I mean, that actually kind of made me pretty happy just to hear that. Um, there are a few things that I saw. Like again, I, I was trying. I probably was paying attention to the background as much as I was anything else. One thing that I read is they actually created a set for Elwyn Forest. So Elwyn Forest was a set mm-hmm. to make it look like Elwyn Forest. Goldshire, because it did. It did. Absolutely. As they're going down the path from Stormwind and you see a, a Murloc McGurgling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's sitting there with a spear. Yeah. And it was fantastic, though. It's like, you know what? He's just a throwaway right here. Nobody's going to be paying attention to this thing. But you heard him make a sound, and then they just kept going. Uh, They're like, we're going to meet at the Goldshire Inn, which is a hub, especially early in Vanilla WoW. I mean, that Mm -hmm. was the hub. And so they were there to do a... (laughs) What's that? said, you don't go to Stormwind. No, no. (laughs) No, Let's not do it in the castle. Let's do it at the inn where everybody's getting hammered. So... Um, I will. I will say I was kind of disappointed there was no naked elf dancing on the table well, in uh, money. Goldshire. Yeah, I, was, I was with uh, a buddy of mine, and I was just like, "Oh, I hope this is an RP server." <laughs> See, that's, that's the thing, Daniel. It's like there's so many little things like that that would have been completely inappropriate and out of place, but would have been hilarious. To the, <laughs> it wasn't moving forward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that was. Those were a couple. Uh, at the end, they actually play the intro music. So mm-hmm. if the the credits as the credits are rolling, they're playing the intro music to when you log on to WoW. It's the exact same music, only it's done a little bit better, cleaner with you know with instruments and and a symphony orchestra. And a symphony orchestra, yeah, and people. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it but it was it sounds fantastic. Uh, those those were a couple things, and uh, I think my favorite. Ah, there's so many things I can't say. Ironforge. Getting to see yeah. that, yeah, uh, getting to see Ironforge, uh, and you're in you're in the uh, the uh, oh man, what's it called? In the middle of Ironforge, where they're making all the weapons. The I can't remember what it's called, the but yeah, forge or the big forge or whatever it is. The uh, little circle right, center of the yeah, city. and it's where the flight path is, and they're standing right next to the flight path when mm. they're shooting a blunderbuss, and he's showing him what a blunderbuss is, and. And, or the dwarf is, and so seeing the different races that were that were in the original game, uh, night elves. I think the only one that wasn't in was the trolls. Yeah, uh, gnomes may have been in too. I can't remember if gnomes and goblins were in it uh, in the first game. 
But anyway, you get to see all of them, even if they have just like very brief parts. Uh, it was um, it was done well. The blood elves look great. Uh, the dwarves, I thought I like this iteration of dwarves better than any other, but I think it's one hundred percent because I'm biased. Um, I mean, they but, look uh, like the dwarves from the game. <laughs> they look exactly like the yeah. cinematic from the game. It was great. Uh, and I like the way they did the Draenei. I think they could do Draenei mm-hmm. well. Um, even though you only got to see a Draenei mother before they got all, you know, the fell magic. Which, and I'll end on this so we can move to the next point. I think their fleshing out of fell magic was one of also one of the highlights of the film. That it was yeah. almost its own character. The movie was mostly CGI. Um, how was the effects? Was the effects like on par with like big blockbusters like Star Wars and Jurassic Park, or was it just kind of was it like a mediocre special effect? I mean, did, did they look realistic? I mean, I I liked it. Um, I did joke with a buddy of mine that uh, we went and saw the movie together, and he was one of those that's played WoW for a long time. He was like, "Why is this movie taking so long to make?" And I told him that they had to wait for CGI to catch up to be able to do it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, I enjoyed the special effects. I really did. Yeah, I mean, not only like the special effects of like the magic, which was just mm-hmm. really cool to see, um, and the fell being used, like all of that was really cool. But even just the CGI, specifically of the orcs, I mean, that was amazing. You could see just every little detail of their face. They looked so realistic. And it wasn't and cheesy. Out. It was. No. Yeah. It was well done. Yeah, they had heft. They had weight. They showed emotion. There were their mm-hmm. faces articulated. You saw things that Duratan did that that a normal like. I know this is going to sound odd, maybe, but just him like wiping his nose before he goes to fight. That mm-hmm. was like something that he did where he's wiping his. He spits in his hands and he wipes his nose, and it's everything looked very real. The motion capture um, was done very well. I I think them making this movie brighter. Then you know the darker tones of Lord of the Rings and things like that. It stayed with the tone of the games, but if you if you were to if you watched the movie, it's not a light movie. Like no, you're getting there. Were, there were people getting crushed and impaled and disemboweled, and, and the life sucked out of them. <laughs> and the I mean, black, black hand threw a literal horse at someone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> crushed crushed yeah, exactly. So. Uh, I thought the f- special effects were on par with any movie that I've watched. Um, I didn't even see any hiccups that I thought looked. I mean, I thought even well, even if it, even if it was bad, I didn't think it, it was that bad at all. Yeah, that that was that was one of my big fears about that movie was the special effects. I was I, I just didn't know if they were actually going to be able to pull it off, but it sounds like they did, according to all three of y'all. Yeah, that's all that matters. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. it's all effects. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys, that's how I get my opinions, and that's how you know, I, that's right. I, I do my thing. So. <laughs> that's how I think. I need to hear from y'all. <laughs> you all are my conscience. That's right. no, just... Oh, that's a bad place to be. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the negatives of the film, because there has to be some negatives. Uh-huh. Um, I want to go ahead and ask all three of y'all, but I want to go ahead and start with uh, Chad. I could have... I could have... All right, Stacy. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I could have done more, gotten more of the story. Um I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind having a sequel like now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went home and I. It was like ten thirty at night, and I booted up and played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted more. 
but I, I don't think that's a knock on the movie. I, I think it did exactly what Blizzard wanted people to do. <laughs> so what you're saying is the worst part of the movie was the credits. Yeah, terrible, man. Is that it had to end. That's right. <laughs> Plus, no after credit scene. I mean, there's 2016. What is this? You know, <laughs> as I was leaving during the credits, I was like... This wasn't Warcraft produced by Marvel. I know, I know. I, I was like, this wasn't, Mar- this wasn't a Marvel movie. Trey, what about you? Um, I mean, I loved the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. My biggest critique, or I guess problem, is that the pacing of the movie was really quick. Um, but at the same time, oh, and because of that, I, that's why I feel they didn't get really the chance to flesh out some characters and some settings and some situations as much as I would have wanted them to. Um, and also... Because they were moving at such a fast pace, a lot of kind of meaningful dialogue was a little clunky. Um, But at the same time, I still think they did, even with a fast pacing and just hitting scenes right after the other, one after the other, they did a good job, like I said, of just letting you know what you needed to know about who and what is going on. Okay, and Stacey, you're like the biggest critic I know. (laughs) Well, um, on this particular movie, I... The, the negatives, there were a couple negatives. Ben Foster's, and, and I'm not starting out with him as a negative, because I actually really like him. Mm. And in movies that he, I've seen him in, he's done the most with whatever material he's got. Even if the movie's shit, he's good. Um, but I, I felt like they didn't do a good job of explaining really who Medivh was and what a guardian is. I felt yeah. like, if, if anything, the humans were the weak part of... And their whole story, like, could have done without, not to be completely honest. Like, King Lane, who is a fantastic character in the lore, was not well-developed, I, d- I didn't feel. Uh, you got, what, two lines from his wife, who's a significant yeah, you got, character? You got a few more than that, I think. Yeah, maybe so, because she did go talk to Garona for a bit. Uh, and you got to see a little bit of her strength there. Um And I thought she was fine. I thought King Lane was fine. Uh, I thought that... um I did not like Cadgar at first, but he grew on me. And one of the things that I think was that I was missing going into it is I was taking it really seriously. But if you play the stinking game, mm-hmm. there's so much humor in the game. And there's so much like little like sarcastic nods here and there. And so Cadgar's sense of humor made sense. Yeah. I just I just had to accept that and stop taking it as seriously, which is again probably what some of the other critics were doing, you know. Um, they weren't as familiar with the material, but I would say I mean, all in all, what's that? No, go on. I was just gonna say all in all, I thought that uh, the the weak part was the humans. I would say out of all the humans, that Anduin Lothar was my least favorite of the characters. I felt like he was. Uh, I did not feel the emotional weight that I felt he was supposed to carry from losing his wife and losing his son. He looked the same no matter what was happening. Yeah. Even when he was drunk, he was like, "I'm <laughs> heartbroken, but I'm not." You know, his, no emotion has changed, really. He's, I'm laying on this bar, but let's go somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think part of that is, you know, the director's cut's an extra 40 minutes. And so maybe some of these scenes and some of this dialogue gets hashed out a little bit better in that. Um, As far as, like, Cadgar's humor, I mean, I really appreciate that because that's just from what you know of Cadgar in the game, that's Cadgar. I mean, how... How, how much of the latest expansion of Warlords of Draenor is yeah. just Cadgar making puns? Yes, yeah. yeah, like that's Prince just Ross that's who he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have that shirt. 
It, it sounded like that you, for people to actually really enjoy the movie, though, you have to be a, a player of the game. Do, do you think that's an accurate statement? I think you I can mean, enjoy the movie without the game, but you will enjoy it so much more with the game. <laughs> like, I think the benefit of playing the game is that all of the the backstory and the things that weren't fleshed out in the movie you, are fleshed out for you because you already know them. Like, you already know this character's motivations and his whole story, so, you know, it makes sense, so you're not missing out on that if you haven't played the game. Exactly. Um, like at the But beginning, I do think you can enjoy it. Yeah, like at the beginning where everybody's, like, suspicious of Cadgar, I'm kind of sitting over there like, okay, chill out, it's Cadgar. Yeah. Right. I relax. <laughs> yeah, this guy's kind of a badass, just let him go. Medivh, you're yeah. actually the asshole, you know? Yeah, yeah. you're... Yeah. So, no, and I, I agree completely. I, you know, the, I, I was thinking about this before we came on the podcast. And, you know, for people, like if we use Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings as, as an example, and people who read the books are always critical of those who watch the show and don't read the books and vice versa. And, you know, so in this, I definitely think people, I personally enjoy Game of Thrones, I think, more because I've read the books. Mm-hmm. I don't get bent out of shape when they change something. I just enjoy getting to see what I read on the page, on the big screen. With Change, with, changes in Game of Thrones is an entirely different video. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But but as a you know, just as a theme, yeah. a general theme, with with this, they they stuck pretty close to the to the lore. They got all the high points with the portal, with Gul'dan, the main the minor changes with Garona. I completely thought were fine. It worked in the story and it made that go a lot faster. Less to explain, and uh, you know I think that if you if you have never played the game, you can enjoy it. I think if you have played the game, it there's it's just as it's more rich, a more rich experience. But I think that would go for anybody who reads Game of Thrones and watches that, or Lord of the Rings, and so on. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, it looks like the movie has made about 156 million. Um, is that a lot? That is actually. That that is actually a lot of money for a movie that you know critics were saying tanked. Yes. Um, so do you think this movie will actually spawn a sequel? Hell yes. Yeah, I yes. think so. Yeah, I think so, and I think the sequel may do better than the than this one. And honestly, even if the movie did actually tank, I'm pretty sure Blizzard is passionate enough and committed enough to it that they would do it anyway and yeah. learn from their mistakes and make it better. I think they've done a really good job promoting too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that kind of gets lost in the oh crap, another commercial. But like, I knew about it enough. I saw it in enough places, and it wasn't annoying. I mean, there was one trailer that that was like all the fight scenes to this really awesome, like I guess hard rock music, and I was kind of wishing that more music was like that was in the actual movie. But... <laughs> did y'all think? So well, I was gonna. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying. Did y'all did y'all think that they did a good job of making there be no clear good guy, bad guy? Yeah. I mean, obviously Goldan, obviously Medivh was twisted, but did y'all think that they did a good job with having two completely different races, different worlds, creating, you know, uh, an environment where it's difficult to choose? You know, just like the game, you know, Horde versus mm-hmm. Alliance. Yeah, I do. I think they really did that well, and they even did it well with ending where no one really wins. Like right. everyone kind of loses in this movie. I was really worried about it whenever Durotan died. Uh, but I thought they did a really good job fleshing out, like, hey, she's only killing the king because 
that's just the way that it's going to have to be for the right. best possible outcome. Yeah. If, if that was left out, I would say no, but they, they, they did a really good job there. And I thought that that may have been better than the way it really happened. Yeah. To me. Yeah, I kind of agree. It had more meaning to it. It did seem to have more meaning, and it made her a much more sympathetic character to me. Yeah. Because, and correct me if I'm wrong, in like the game when Garona assassinates Lane, it's because like she's like the ambassador between the two, and like Gul'dan mind controls her or something, right. and has yeah. him and has her kill him. Like that's what happens in the game, and which that's fine. I actually like how that happens in the movie. Yeah, you know. Uh, is there is there anything that you guys wish was in the, or that they put in the movie that that they didn't? Arthas. Man. I mean, like yeah. that—that's kind of how I feel. Like the stuff that I would have liked to see in the movie—I mean, wasn't there because it's, it wasn't happening yet. Like I would it's love time, to yeah. see. Like I would love. Like I would be so excited to see. You know, Thrall and Ogrim and uh, Drekthar and we saw uh, Hellscream. Well, yeah, we saw yeah. Thrall and we saw Hellscream, <laughs> but I would like to see them. You know, kicking ass and forming the Horde. And I mean, we didn't see that because it's not at that point yet. Instead of pooping his diaper. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. For for I, I will... was awesome though. Yeah. Yeah. No. Did you also see uh, Cargath Bladefist? I did. I did not. He was there too. I like I, he like you see him full on when he and he has like the whole Bladefist thing uh, at the portal, and then later on when Gul'dan's addressing Grom and Cargath. Uh, but I was pretty excited to see them. So, yeah. yeah I whenever the in the background. Anyway. Whenever whenever Thrall was like around. Um, Oh, I can't think of that guy's name. But with the doom hammer, <laughs> okay. yes. I was just like, "Buckle up, little buddy. One day yeah. this will be yours." <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I I I wanted to see um, I wanted to see a night elf. I wanted to see a druid. I liked how they did a little mm. bit of the classes. I think you got to see a little bit of rogue work. You got to see warrior stuff. You got to see. Well, you saw the orc. You, also, you saw the orc hunter, right? When oh, he was I did. Controlling his wolf, he was like, when oh, it was yeah, during yeah, that true. first part when he's like controlling his wolf. I was like, yeah, he's a hunter. Exactly. See, and I knew that they had class stuff like that. I'll have to go back and watch it again just to see some more stuff. But I thought that was really good. Um, this is a point in the story where the shaman, where the where the orc and the horde is, they're untethered to the elements, so you don't really have the shaman shamanistic qualities that they that they are kind of known for. Yeah. Um, but. What I really would have liked to have seen were Torin, yep. all of the Horde. Horde was always my Torin, favorite. Say, yeah, yeah Torin and and Vol'jin and and some of the uh, trolls. I would have liked to have seen both of them. Well, I heard that trolls are actually in the director's cut. That they are in the movie. They were just cut, so I'd be excited to see that. Because he, trolls. yeah, I was gonna say the first DVD is probably gonna include the first expansion pack to the movie. So you'll get to see some <laughs> of that. They cuts. better. I hope they're. Yeah. I hope you get a free level up too. <laughs> oh my god, that could be such they could have such good promotions for that DVD. Oh for my sure. god. <laughs> well they did uh they did do some promotioning uh with some certain movie theaters. If yeah. you're yeah. part of the rewards program, like you put in your ID number and you got stuff in the game. Yeah, you got like a free month of game time and stuff yeah. like that. Like I did that with okay. Regal. Yeah. So it sounds like they changed a couple things to make the movie a little bit more of a movie experience and not just a video game experience. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to translate over to the game? Do you think they're going to make some changes in the game to maybe follow the movie, or do you think they're going to just leave them two separate entities? I think they're just going to leave them two separate entities. They're too far. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can, like, bend a little bit, but, I mean, they're already, like, 
things built on top of that. Like, yeah. So you don't think someone's going to find a hidden book somewhere that's going to tell the true history of? <laughs> I mean, like a little Easter egg like that, maybe. Because I mean, Blizzard's yeah. all about stuff like that. But anything substantial? No, I don't think so. Yeah, anything like changing the outcome of the game, like. Yeah. I mean, even in Warlords, where they literally go back yeah. in time and change stuff, it's still very, this is on its own. This does not affect anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they have such control. They have control over everything. Chris yeah. Minson and all those guys that write for the game, write for the movies. They they do similarly to what Star Wars does, and they just get in a room and they talk about the plans and then they have these writers that can, that they assign okay you want this or they can choose the books i'm not sure exactly how it works but basically they're in control of all that and so they know the direction the story's going you know i don't think that there's anything out there that's going to change that all right well do y'all have any final thoughts about the movie before we close out this episode it's awesome go see it go see it uh i am warning uh a lot of players who because i know a lot of people don't like thrall um who doesn't like Thrall? A lot of people don't like Thrall. They think they're too he's too perfect of a character, but I think they'll be disappointed that the movie literally begins and ends with Thrall. That's true. <laughs> that's funny. That'll teach him. That's right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I want to thank my panel for joining me on this week's discussion. All the notes from this week's episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at templeofgeek.com. Please head over to iTunes and Stitcher and rate our show. Until next time. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.